What's up, folks? Welcome back to our Welcome part back. two, yes, of financial literacy in life. So, again, our past episode was part one of financial literacy in school, all about that loan information that you need, rent, um, those school resources to use and whatnot. So now we're just going to be talking a little bit more general of financial literacy in life. Um, my name is Natalie. Y'all can just refer to me as Nat. Also here with me is Juliana. You can Ooh. refer to me as Julie or Jules. Perfect. Perfect. I'll go by anything. Ooh, I'm gonna start calling you Jules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, just starting right off the bat, we're gonna be talking about savings and checkings, fun stuff. Yay! But what does that mean? So it's honestly right there in the words, savings and checkings. <laughs> but the difference between these two is that checkings, so this is kind of the account, the money that you use daily. It's your go-to money, so those monthly expenses that you'll be getting, checking in. Um, and so, you know, you can have a paycheck deposited directly into it. You use it to pay bills, to make purchases, to withdraw any cash. Um, but really important to know is to not put in more than you're expecting to spend for the month. So just being mm -hmm. smart about how you're using this checkings account. Um, another tip, if you lose that card that you're using, uh, it's safer to have less money in that checking account because that lost money, if it's like stolen, if it's been used, which happens often, especially now during COVID, that there's been a lot of like identity theft, um, scams. you know, scams, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. It could take a while to get back. So just keep that in mind. Um, Julie, any other potential yeah. information? <laughs> so having a checking account is really useful and going to the right bank is useful as well. So find right, out the right, right bank if you're like a student there's some banks that are better for students mm -hmm. in terms of checkings and savings accounts. Some offer free um, checking accounts if you're a student, so no Ooh. charges. <laughs> yeah, so no charges. Uh, my bank doesn't does have minimum charges, and I would have to either swipe like ten times, like a month, or have a minimum balance of checkings or have a minimum deposit yes gotcha. you have, to have a deposit <laughs> of like a minimum amount a month yes and if yeah i didn't meet these requirements i would get charged like five dollars ten dollars which may not sound like a lot at first but it mm -hmm. can add up if it's monthly so definitely Shoot. going with the right bank and making sure that you are choosing the right checking account for you and your needs Especially if you're not a student as well, if you're just opening up a new checking account, which could be a good way to get in good with a bank if you mm -hmm. want to later open a credit line with them. So just thinking exactly. about what you're going to do in the present and the future. And yeah. Perfect. And jumping right into now savings, what does that mean? Savings is just pretty much where you save money, where you put in that money. Um, it's a safe place and you earn interest. So 
rates for some of those accounts are over 1%. Again, it just depends on the bank that you choose. Um, so look into those credit unions. There are higher rates. Uh, and if you have a job, you know, you just transfer good amount of money into your savings, each paycheck, little tip, um, and try not to live above your means. So most likely, I mean, I know for me, I don't have a savings, <laughs> but um, get a savings now. I mean, my you parents can be are the one kind of, you know, I'm learning along the way. <laughs> with it's okay. Episode. We're here. We're learning. And now I am imparting the knowledge of a savings Thank you. account. Yes. I wish, I hope you will get one in the future. Yes. You know what? I honestly, I'm going to be honest. I probably do have one. I don't know. I haven't talked to my parents about <laughs> I really have no idea. So just talk to your parents, you know. Talk to your parents. Yes. You know, try to look into that. As Julie Break said, that wall. Yeah, honestly. Destigmatize mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. whole idea, like we talked about in episode one. So, Julie, spread go. that knowledge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just go to your parents and be like, "Yo, do I have a checking? Yo, can you take me to the bank? I gotta open a checking." Mm -hmm. There you, you go. Know, like, just be like, "Yeah," and they'll be like, "Why do you need that?" And you're like. Because I need it for my financial stability in the future. Because eventually you'll want to be financially independent from mm -hmm. your parents or your guardian. Yes. And we really exactly. want to help you get there. And exactly. Teach that. Perfect. And in terms of financial independence, you may want to open up a credit line. So which mm -hmm. means just like there's differences between a debit and a credit card. Do you want to not describe what a debit card is first oh yeah definitely so a debit card is pretty much just money that you already have like you put it in there and that's the only amount of money that you can use um it's super helpful when you're coming right out of high school uh for me that's what i took uh you know just because it was easier and safer instead of you know spending money that I didn't have, which, you know, we'll get into that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, again, uh, so you can receive uh, semester quarter loan refund amounts. And if you get a debit card, you can practice budgeting. You can learn to not spend that money that you don't have. Because trust me, I'd be swiping left and right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And with a debit card, if you don't have the money, you'll get denied. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> trying so. to buy those, trying to buy that Starbucks drink and it's saying, no, honey. Exactly. Like, oop, that hurt my bank. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so again, pretty much debit. It's a little easier to use, of course, than a credit. Um, but um, super essential to get a credit card, you know, in the future or even just if you wanted to, you know, right out of high school as well, you know, starting young to uh, get those credit scores and everything. But Julie, you want to jump right into a little more on credit? And those yeah, scores, let's some tips. tackle <laughs> this big mythical task of what a credit card is and what a credit score is. So a credit card essentially allows you to buy to borrow money to buy things. But this borrowing the money can come with costs such as interest and fees and 20%. That can go up to like 20% if you have no credit, which is a lot. 20% interest is a lot. Like we've said through loans, like 10% is a lot. So 20%, imagine that. And, but it can also come with some benefits, meaning like rewards and you can earn your credit and build your credit. But what is credit? Okay, credit scores, essentially, they estimate your likelihood of repaying new debt 
So a low credit score may not may keep you from being approved for credit because the banks don't think you're you're able to pay them back. You're responsible to pay them back. So they won't even give you a credit card. But a higher credit score can give you more access to credit products. So better credit cards with better rates if you're good and you're on like if they can if they think you're responsible to pay it back. Mm And it's important to establish a strong credit score to build on to to eventually get better deals and make larger purchases in the future, like a car or a home. Mm-hmm. It's not like in the fifties anymore where you just can <laughs> stroll into the bank and be like, Can I buy can I buy a house? And they'll be like, Let me see. I think so. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like it's it's evolved a lot more than that right. now these days. Um And we really stress when you're looking for a credit card, do your research. Sometimes you'll want more rewards or cash back, or Mm -hmm. sometimes you're just like us and you're building credit and you're in school and you have no credit whatsoever. Maybe you took out a few loans, maybe you paid some off. So if you have paid off some loans, then that would give you a little bit of a better credit score. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And if your credit score, like your credit score is really essential if you're in the U.S. to how you live your life and how you're going to live your life. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's really expensive. It's really essential. But if you maybe had a lease and you're paying off like leasing, like that can be essential to your credit score too. That helps and it builds it and you just want to increase it as much as possible. You want to get the highest credit score possible, which is 850, I believe. It's a perfect credit score. You can research that on your own. <laughs> <laughs> and how would you increase your credit score if maybe you don't have a bad one? So you don't want to like run balance. If you get a credit card and you don't want to like run the balance up on it too much that you can't pay it back often because like I said, if you maybe spend $100 and you owe that much amount at the end of your billing statement and when you get it, you owe 100 bucks, but you can only pay 25, you're going to accrue interest on the 75% that on the $75 that you haven't paid. So you're going to accrue 24% interest <laughs> on the $75 that you haven't paid, which can get you in a lot of debt really easily. So even if you have, so don't do that. (laughs) But if maybe you have a credit limit of like $2,000 a month that they'll allow you to spend, which is a lot again, (laughs) and they want you to spend it all because they want you to have to pay the APR and not want and not. And, um, they want you to rack it, rack it up and they want you to pay interest because that's how they make the money. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't want to use more than like 25 to 30% of that credit limit that you have Ooh, good and to know. at any given time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking for a credit card, I scoured the internet, scoured all my resources, all my potential places to get my credit card. And I settled on like the big five that I wanted. I was thinking like Chase, I was thinking Bank of America, I was thinking Capital One, I was thinking Discover. And I had to take into account the fact that I took out loans, but I hadn't paid them yet. I was technically like just a little baby in the credit system. I had no credit history. So I applied to the ones that I wanted and I got denied. So when you make a credit inquiry, like you like get you want a credit card and maybe you get denied that shows up on your credit score so the more inquiries that you have that can dock your credit score too so I like waited a couple months before in between applying for the different cards and then I finally landed on discover 
and not sponsored by the way <laughs> but it was good discover was good for me because I'm a student and I didn't have any credit and they gave me the card because I was building my credit and they saw that I was at least partially responsible to pay back but if they want I'm, to sponsor us like <laughs> you can drop us a line on Instagram <laughs> So we do recommend you get a debit card first so you can start learning how to manage your money. But we also want you to get a credit card as soon as possible because you want that length of credit history. The importance is having a credit card open for a very long time and that can help you increase your credit score because it shows you're responsible and you're able to have a credit line for a very long time. So it is recommended that you don't close any credit cards if you have multiple ones just keep them open maybe keep them designated for certain things like I use this credit once a month this credit card once a month when I buy my groceries I use this credit card three times a month when I buy my gas you know Mm -hmm. like differentiating them or even if you just want to buy if you have one credit card open and you don't want to use that all and you're scared you can just (laughs) use it once a month and buy like a cup of coffee and then you only you only owe ten dollars at the end of the month but it'll still show that you're using it and you're paying it off Mm -hmm. and it'll slowly increase your score but if you do miss credit card payments like if you miss it altogether and you don't pay anything off that is a ding on your credit score and once you have a ding on your credit score like it gets lower it's kind of hard to bring it back up so just like a gpa (laughs) oh my god truer words have not been spoken (laughs) so easy to to bring it down but so hard to raise it back up okay so think of a credit card just like that and it has real world consequences because your credit score follows you wherever you go so we do recommend building your credit as early as possible but don't go crazy. It's okay if you just have a credit card and you only use it for $2 a month. It's fine. You just put your Spotify, monthly Spotify thing on it for $5 <laughs> and then you just pay it off every month. Like, it's okay. It's just the length of it. Period. And yes. we love, so that was the main part of this episode, just being financially stable independently with savings, checkings, debits, and credit. Mm-hmm. But credit cards are good. Uh, what if you're like broke, like broke, broke? Natalie? Shoot, let me jump right in because you know <laughs> we all little broke. Yeah, exactly. Days. I mean, you know, all this information super important. I mean, shoot, I need to take out a credit card like right now, start getting that credit score. But um, yeah, because unfortunately, you know, we all can't live the lavish life of like Kim Kardashian and spend mm-hmm. as much as we want. Um, but you know what? That is okay. We're going to be smart, you know, work smarter, not harder. So how do you, you know, save money, use coupons and whatnot. If you're broke, broke like me, um, coupons. get a part-time job, you know, uh, that's definitely one way. If, um, of course, depending on like your school schedule, um, you know, your living expenses and everything, you know, maybe a part-time job could help out where, you know, you wouldn't be working, of course, full time, 40 hours a week, but maybe 20 or less. And, you know, just making some side money uh, and being able to use that for, you know, whatever necessities that you have, maybe even starting a side business. Um, you know, maybe you want to start selling like 
pins or something. I don't know. Like, especially for all you that are artists or creative, just like me. He, he, he. You know, look into YouTube tutorials, you know, like it doesn't hurt to kind of explore and see like what you can do, what you can use your talent for. But even if you're not an artist or a creative, collaborating with someone and creating that small little business that you could have on the side and being Mm -hmm. able to, um, you know, make some extra cash. Um, Other ways, though, check out those local deals around your school. I know for CSUN, what was really nice was being able to go to Chick-fil-A every Monday and get a full meal for like $4 or three. I don't even know. Honestly, like it was packed every Monday. But I imagine. <laughs> but, you know, you had to take advantage of that. Um, you know, you got to attend those events that offer free food at school. Um, I know. Free t-shirts. There you go. Exactly. I got so many t-shirts. <laughs> Me too. I use them now <laughs> for when I had to go to the gym, go to sleep, like, just want to lounge around, like, honestly. And they're so comfy. So, I mean, who doesn't love free stuff? Definitely check out those free uh, events that uh, the school will offer. Um, those school sponsored events such as like free bowling, free streaming uh, with like uh, specific, you know, streaming services that the school offers, uh, movie nights, uh, even concerts. I know at CSUN we had big show. So that was like every semester and um, big show. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> We had like delirium Ooh. and extravaganza. Okay, season like, needs to step it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't really speak for the artists all that much, True. but <laughs> I know not really a techno girl. But <laughs> I feel that they were big content. Yeah, yeah, so you know these these free stuff that you know you should just take advantage of. I mean, to an extent, you're like paying it because like of your tuition and other fees that you're you know paying for the school so like I said Mm -hmm. take advantage of it because it's yeah like I said you're practically almost paying it for from your tuition you are yes and your campus fees exactly um and then you know getting into some other little hacks those free textbooks that you can get either online downloading it I love TikTok because they be giving me those little links to like what websites to use to download textbooks. And I have not had to pay a single cent. Okay. For the semester. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. use that. Um, Any other recommended uh, resources for textbooks, Julie? Yeah. I honestly wish I knew about these links that you can download (laughs) textbooks at when I was a freshman or sophomore. I was selling out so much money at the bookstore getting like used or really even new books because they ran out of the used ones yeah and it was really hard on my wallet at that time yeah but you can even go to like your local book banks like if you have different organizations or the school is doing it itself it's where people donate their used books Mm -hmm. and maybe you can get it for free or check it out for the quarter or the semester Mm -hmm. and you can get your books that way or there's reserved textbooks at the library and you can like reserve them. Like maybe your professor will put them on like a course reserve. And so Ooh. you could check it out for like two hours at a time okay. and at the library. So you don't have to buy it or you can coordinate with your fellow students at your school. Like mm-hmm. in UCSB, we have a Facebook group like called a book exchange 
And this is very helpful because people will sell their books for like 25% of the price they bought it. Or maybe they bought it for like that same price of like $5 and they just want to sell it for the same price of $5. Mm -hmm. So you can get a $100 textbook for $5 if you just know where to look and know when to look. And you can own the textbook itself if you like writing in it, if you want it physically. You just have to coordinate because we're all taking the same classes Mm -hmm. at school sometimes and no one wants to keep uh, a history textbook (laughs) that's like 20,000 pages long. Yeah. And they want to sell it, and they want to sell it to someone who will actually use it. And eat there it. you go, folks. If you feel like you're too old to have Facebook, you're not okay. Facebook is honestly mm-hmm. where it's at with some of these like different uh, little tips, hacks that you could use for school, getting through it. You know, uh, what a great, what a great tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so jumping right back in with those, you know, little tips on not spending money on textbooks or saving money when you're getting those textbooks, those student discounts, you know, uh, Spotify. I know they have that beautiful premium, uh, premium deal where it's like $4.99, uh, a month and you get HBO, um, Hulu. They do come with ads, but I mean, you can deal with like a 10 second ad in between your show, you know, that's not a bad, um, okay, well, Hulu's like a minute. Oh, however, oh. <laughs> I'd rather watch like a minute ad than pay for it. Exactly. There <laughs> you go. Exactly. So, honestly, just being able to mm, use these hacks and saving that money, you know. Um, any other discounts that you know about, Julie? Yeah, I know really big retail stores like chains, a lot of them have student discounts. So just make sure you enroll in their rewards programs Mm -hmm. because it will save you money in the long run if you just want to go to a big chain store. And I know places like Target do have student discounts that they may not always be like explicit, but maybe there'll be certain discounts on food just for students if you're enrolled in their program. So that's very helpful. And with Spotify or maybe Apple Music, I'm Ooh, not sure. However, I know they do have student reduced prices for monthly. Exactly. So when I graduate, I'm going to be really sad that oh. I'm going to miss out on my Spotify discount. Don't remind me. But I'm just, I know, I'm just going to just gonna take it in stride. We'll, we'll get to and that bridge when we cross. <laughs> we yeah. will. And just check, we will stress checking your local businesses your Mm, communities mm -hmm. your museums your movie theaters like a lot of if you're in a big college town like isla vista or sb like if it's a really big college town then there will be discounts for you Mm -hmm. they want to they want your business they want the school business so making sure you're and some of them like local museums will have Mm -hmm. partnerships with your schools to provide like free days or free times where you can go so making sure you're researching that and maybe you just want to go out to a museum on a fun Saturday after COVID (laughs) (laughs) and it's free in your area so make sure you're taking advantage of that exactly and you know with all these free things that you get or these really good resources um, it's still very important to budget you know just keeping in mind of those expenses, you know, we already touched a bit upon, upon, um, you know, credits, debits, checkings and savings, but, you know, just being able to just 
smartly is that even a word just being able to wisely <laughs> um spend that money that you have don't have and so on um but you know some resources that we highly recommend for budgeting which shout out to maria who's going to be editing this episode shout out to maria yes. and the writer who helped us write this exactly episode. um she mentioned uh to us some resources uh different applications such as notion mint or honestly just using a google spreadsheet um so just keeping track of those expenses and you know being able to figure out you know maybe i can uh treat myself to this cup of coffee for starbucks you know so um mm -hmm. yeah just being able to use your money wisely <laughs> yes we're all about treating yourself but to an extent mm -hmm. And I know budgeting may sound like a really scary word. I'm still working on it mm -hmm. myself. Me too. Not a very good budgeter, but I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'm trying out the different apps and seeing what works for me. Mm -hmm. So not every app is going to work for you, but you just got to find the system that does. Exactly. Because it's really important to think about how you're doing financially now mm -hmm. and in the future. And if you maybe want to go on a, that spring break trip, you may have to start <laughs> thinking about budgeting now to save for it later exactly so it's all about some give and take exactly and we do recommend going to like financial literacy workshops at your school if they have mm -hmm. them and they may you can just check out your financial aid office and there could be webinars and workshops and we really advise that you just go seek out that information because a lot of it is there and it's just not being used exactly or utilized mm -hmm. as much take advantage take advantage folks take advantage <laughs> using those even YouTube, you know, like right at your disposal, searching up like, how do I budget? Yes. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like Julie said, it can be scary, but it doesn't like have to be foreign or unfamiliar to you. You know, just explore a little. It doesn't hurt. You know, don't be shy. <laughs> just learn. Don't be shy. Learn how to budget. Exactly. <laughs> um, but moving forward, uh, just going to touch a little bit on taxes another scary oh no word. taxes ah. yeah literally like gross yuck <laughs> I'm just I do not I do not understand. I do not see <laughs> <laughs> um but taxes I'm sure a lot of you have heard have some sort of um exposure to what it is kind of um but again this is more towards, you know, people who are working, um, whether you're an independent, a dependent, which Julie will touch upon a little, but um, just pretty much when you are working, uh, they do, your work is supposed to provide you a W-2 form. This has all the information of how much you've been getting paid, how much they are taking out for, let's say, if they're providing you with like medical insurance, dental, whatever it may be, you know, it just has all that information on there. Um, so, you know, if you are an official employee, because depending on the job too, um, your work is required to supply you with one. You know, you use this when you are going to do your tax return. So, um, Again, it's just a form. It'll look scary, but I promise you, mm -hmm. it's it has all your information, all your government information, exactly. your government name, so, and everything. Um, but yeah, so it's used to report those wages. And um, Julie, why don't you now, uh, you know, discuss what does dependent yeah. mean? What does independent mean? Like, how does this yeah. apply? So, if you're an official employee and you do get your W two 
you're not always independent. You're not always an individual. Mm -hmm. So basically an independent is when you're filing on your own and you don't get any help from your parents. Mm -hmm. You're paying through school by yourself. You're just doing everything on your own. You don't, your parents don't have the plus loan, anything. You're paying your expenses, everything. So you're going to file on your Mm -hmm. own so you can get the most amount of money back Mm -hmm. essentially. And if you're a, and say you're paying your way through college and you want to file on your own, make sure you talk to your parents about that because they could be claiming you as a dependent. Mm -hmm. So if you are a dependent, that means your parents can claim you on their tax returns if you're like a single full-time student younger than 24. But we recommend if you're paying your own way through college, you can talk to your parents about them and not claiming you so that you can file independently and take advantage of possible tax breaks, which a lot of them are education-related expenses. So if you are spending on education-related supplies mm-hmm. or top like anything related to that, you can file that in your tax return and get money back. Exactly. So those are the two dependent independent. Um, mm-hmm. You just really have to talk to your parental gut, parental figure if you are listed as a dependent because sometimes it may be more profitable for them to list you as a dependent mm-hmm. still, and maybe you guys can talk about getting the money and sharing, splitting some of the money back. Exactly. But you don't have to battle this so, alone. You do not. Know. Okay. There's a lot of information out mm-hmm. there. More specifically in the US, you can go straight to the IRS.gov website. Yes. You can go you can go slash individuals, mm-hmm. IRS.gov slash individuals. Therefore you can if you are an individual, you can just check out the free resources for independence. And you recommend saving your money and using the online resources and learning how to file your own taxes. Mm-hmm. Or using a free, reputable online tax preparation service or places that provide free tax preparation that are reputable and are good. Make sure you check that out. Don't give your information out to anyone because <laughs> exactly. this is very sensitive information. Yeah. But really, we really want to stress learning how to do it on your own because you don't really need to pay someone to do it for mm-hmm. you. You're If you're in college, you're already used to learning things. You like learning. I hope you would like learning if you're in school or if you're even like coming out of high school and you do have a job and you want to learn how to file for yourself. There's all these tutorials on how you can do it. So we just recommend going there and learning yourself because it'll help you in the long run. Also become more um, educated in like the U.S. tax system because it is really crazy exactly. how difficult it is. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you really just need to figure out what applies for you. And we recommend just use doing that online and researching to your heart's content. Perfect. Yes. Thank you for that. Because honestly, even to this day, I know I still struggle with it. Constantly talking to my parents like, what? What do I do with this? <laughs> but it's not as scary it's not um, too mm, daunting. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's probably daunting if you're like a first gen and maybe your parents are undocumented. Definitely. Like you're totally living a different experience. Like my parents um, were born and raised in the mm-hmm. U.S., so they were helping me with that. But just being on your own, it's probably very hard. So that's why we want to be here for you. So reach out to us on Instagram if you have any questions regarding that. We will answer that, definitely. A lot of us and a lot of us here are first gen or maybe documented, possibly. Mm -hmm. Like, um, we've been through that experience. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to go through that alone. Period. Well said. (laughs) Uh, But after getting all through that scary whole 
conversation. <laughs> um, let's talk about some free stuff. You know, we love free 99. Free 99. <laughs> yes. Julie, do you know any resources that are free? <laughs> so many resources. <laughs> like what we've said, you're paying for all this stuff at school. Exactly. So you got to utilize everything on campus because essentially you're paying mm-hmm. for it. So if you got to print something out, maybe you'll have a printing workshop or if maybe your computer is broken, maybe you'll have a laptop workshop. Yes. I mean, a laptop area that you can go and go on the computers that could be in the <laughs> library or its own computer lab. You can utilize those. Um, you pay a lot in tuition <laughs> a lot of the times. So we really want to stress you using school resources. Exactly. Go to the library. Go to your on-campus cafe for free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Print at your libraries print at your printing centers print use up all your prints every quarter semester and that'll just help you live your life make their a lot easier make their pockets hurt <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. honestly yeah and you know further into that you know those free online courses that you could find um those uh random you know maybe you want to learn something that you know isn't related to your career whatever it may be but it's free take it you know you never know Mm -hmm. some of those skills you might end up implementing into what you do um those free extended trials you know um with like different services uh i know we already touched upon like spotify um but you know just like amazon prime about free extended trials too much but like Amazon Prime, like it'll be like six right. months instead of like free three exactly. months because you're a student. Yes, exactly. So use that, you know, use that to your advantage. Um, and then there's even discounted free newspapers. So I know y'all use your phone. Y'all probably use like Twitter, whatever the news app, whatever it may be to get your information. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to, you know, use little old school newspapers, you know read they still probably have comics on there (laughs) that was my favorite thing Mm -hmm. but you know yeah just staying informed because we love that we love information um going back to those free resources that the school provides one that i really want to highlight because i know it's offered at CSUN, but i'm sure it's offered in a lot of other places for all you artists and creatives is that adobe uh like adobe creative um you know you put in your school information uh, and you get provided all of those different programs for free. So, you know, I was using Photoshop, um, Adobe Illustrator. Um, there's just so many. And it was for free, you know, instead of having to pay That's like 20 wild. a month. Yeah. So take advantage. Truly. Yeah. With <laughs> Adobe, I, that reminds me of Microsoft Office. Ooh. Like my school gives you like a free set of like Microsoft Office downloads, like maybe five downloads to different devices. And you get Microsoft Word, Outlook, Teams, Excel, PowerPoint. Mm -hmm. You get all of those things for free. And you just have to go through your school, maybe go to your school's like technical office and see if they offer that. And if they do, then bro, get your free Microsoft because that can be expensive too if you have to pay out of pocket. (laughs) Exactly, get your money's worth, okay? And these apps are updated, so you want the updated Exactly, yes. So we really hope that, you know, all these tips you're able to use to your advantage 
that you know you all learned something <laughs> even though it was a little scary with those taxes and checkings and credit and scores and whatnot but you know um again just here to provide you with all that information that isn't as scary as it looks. And, you know, with these free online services, you know, especially right now, that is relevant to what's happening with COVID, um, you know, having to be stuck inside using Zoom, uh, Canvas, all these different, you know, um, outlets uh, online and whatnot, um, you know, just don't be afraid of using the internet, um, surfing that web, <laughs> um, figuring out and getting more familiar with everything. Uh, you know, anything else, Julie, that you want to? Yeah, because free online services are relevant for any part of your life mm -hmm. and especially relevant at the time of recording because COVID is still really prevalent here in the U.S., um, we just want to stress that a lot of companies are adhering to that and no noticing that. And so they're offering a lot of their services for free for all these different students mm -hmm. or if you're a young adult or if you're a high school student, a lot of a lot of these services are made for you for free during this time. So take advantage of that. We really want to stress mm -hmm. that. But overall, we loved being here with you and with this conversation, we hoped we broke down that barrier yes. uh, regarding money and we demystified it for you. And so now you're not scared to think about credit or savings or checkings and you can take advantage of your financial stability and be financially independent because at the end of the day, that's all we want. And we want you to have the tools to succeed out in the world. Period. I don't even have, a, I don't even have anything else to add. Mike dropped. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so I think we're going to end it mm -hmm. here. We loved being with you guys for this two-part series, and we hope you guys stick with us. If you have any feedback regarding this episode, this series, last series, um, any suggestions on our next series, we'll be here for yes. that. And reach out to us on Instagram or the survey below in the description. Mm -hmm. We'll also have some resources here for you that we mentioned in this podcast there. So you can find them. And we appreciate you listening. Yes, thank you all for joining us. And stay tuned for more. <laughs> stay tuned. See you guys Bye. later. <laughs>